Inmate P01135809 is looking pretty surly in his Fulton County Jail mugshot. The snap was taken when former President Donald Trump surrendered to authorities in Georgia on more than a dozen charges, including racketeering and conspiracy, stemming from his efforts to overturn the state's 2020 election result. It's the fourth time this year he's faced criminal charges, but only the first time he's been booked in the same way as anyone else would be. CNN's Ivan Rodriguez is in Fulton County and describes what happened when the former president turned up at the jail. This is the first time an American, a former American president has had a mugshot taken. And we're actually learning as well, uh, Lisa, a little bit more on the behind the scenes leading up to the moment this mugshot was taken. Now, we know, uh, according to two sources familiar with the discussion, uh, that there were conversations had prior to the mugshot and the former president ultimately deciding that he wanted to appear, quote, defiant. And what's happening with that mugshot now? Because I understand that Donald Trump is already using it to his advantage. That's right, uh, Lisa. Uh, moments after uh, it was released, we actually saw the former president for the first time since January 8, 2021, tweet uh, a picture of his mugshot. The mugshot very first line of it says mugshot 20 august 24 2023 below the picture of his mugshot again with that defiant face uh, it says election interference never surrender exclamation mark and below that on the last line is a link to the former president's website where he's written a letter uh, calling this a travesty and at the very bottom of that also leaving uh, just in case anybody wants to uh, a donation link as well so what has he actually been saying? Um, I understand he gave a speech before he turned up at, at the jail, and he's also been sending his supporters emails. Yeah, so we actually heard, we actually saw him post to uh, Truth Social on his way to uh, Atlanta uh, before he boarded his plane. Uh, again, really calling this, uh, the rhetoric that we've heard uh, for the last several weeks, uh, calling this, a, a travesty saying uh, that this really has no basis. Uh, and also, when he did leave after uh, surrendering and being booked at the Fulton County Jail, he gave some brief remarks, uh, again, really on that similar tone, not changing many words from what he had previously said, saying he didn't do anything, uh, that he's innocent, claiming that his innocence as well. Um, and again, the word travesty, continuing uh, to call it that. Uh, one thing that is really interesting, though, because today wasn't quiet by any means, even earlier today, because we actually saw uh, former President Trump decide to replace the lawyer who was leading his Georgia legal team since August of 2022. And he actually recently negotiated Trump's bond agreement. So now taking over is an Atlanta-based attorney, Stephen Stadow. His website describes him as a, quote, special counsel for white-collar and high-profile defense. He also has experience with RICO cases, which is a big charge here that all the defendants, not just only former President Trump, is facing. Uh, so he has experience with that and other big-name artists as well. And in that statement, this new attorney sat out uh, saying, quote, prosecutions intended to advance or serve the ambitions and careers of political opponents of the president have no place in our justice system. So you see uh, really the new attorney here for the former president aligning in that same message.
The president, former president Donald Trump, is facing, well, four sets of criminal charges. He's been charged on four separate um, occasions since the beginning of the year. But Georgia, Georgia state is different. Why is this so ex- significant? The Georgia and, and the Georgia one is so different, and this is so crucial. And, and you start to wonder if this is maybe why he even decided a last-minute switch for his legal team. We're talking about that RICO fund, the racketeering charge. This comes with a mandatory minimum of five years in prison if he is convicted. That's not, that's not uh, anywhere else in the other indictments, the federal indictments that we're saying comes with a mandatory minimum sentence. So this is massive. And it's so different from uh, the other indictments that he's facing. Just right off the bat, so if convicted, face a mandatory minimum of five, five years for him. And again, all the other 18 co-defendants, and we're talking former Trump attorney, Rudy Giuliani, former chief of staff, uh, Mark Meadows, all of them facing that same charge, really uh, only increasing how much this is, is going to be a, a legal battle for all these legal teams. And Ivan, even if he were to become president or um, someone else saw favour with him, there's no way he could be pardoned of these charges if found guilty in Georgia. That's exactly right, Lisa. There's no way that he would be pardoned. Uh, for example, let's say a president, uh, whether it's Trump himself, who can, you know, let's say potentially pardon himself or another president who wants to pardon uh, the former President Trump if he is convicted of these crimes. Neither, neither one of them would work. He wouldn't be able to pardon himself. Another president would not be able to pardon him only because we're talking about state-level crimes, not federal crimes. If they were federal crimes, like we are seeing in other cases, that could be the case. And let's even bring it back a step further. Even the governor of Georgia does, has zero power in pardoning the potential, uh, again, future president of the United States. 